With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, we're shaking, everybody. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Distorted Podcast with Dave Germain. I'm Dave Germain. Uh, before we get along with this episode, let me get a little business out of the way. Uh, one, if you guys haven't checked out COOpenMics.com, that's CO as in Colorado, OpenMics.com, you can find a list for a lot of the open mics that we have up and down I-25 from Fort Collins all the way to Colorado Springs and everywhere in between. There's a lot of mics there, a lot of different shows, guys. The more mics you go to, the better opportunity you have to get better at this. Uh, also, I'd like to say is that for folks who don't know, I've been going through some medical freaking BS this past year and everything, and a lot of uh, bills are, are piling up. We have, my sister started a GoFundMe, uh, which a lot of folks have been helping out and has been really grateful for all of your help. Uh, if you can't happen, to, if you can't happen to donate, because I know everybody's got their own problems, a like and a share of this link go does wonders. There's been donations from people. Who Jenny and I don't even know. It's just friends of a friends who saw this and saw the story, and uh, we're grateful enough to be generous, uh, and that that really really helped out a lot. So if you could do that, that link is going to be in the liner notes of this episode, as well as if you go to disjointedpod.com, there's ways to donate there. Uh, check out the website. Check out some of the content that I have there. Past episodes, why not? Uh, we've all got a lot of things going on. And don't forget to check out the other shows that I do, like Mansplaining with Jake and Dave. That's where two old guys try to give advice to the 22-year-old versions of themselves. Definitely check that out. We're on Mansplaining Show uh, on Twitch TV. So definitely check that out. All right, guys. Uh, without any further ado, let's get this party started. everybody welcome to another episode of the mansplaining show there was a picture in a picture that i just put in there i didn't know i i, I could do that that's interesting oh. either way welcome to the show guys uh, it's been a week or two we had to take a uh i don't know i, I wasn't intended on taking a week off i just was just staying busy or whatever i don't know it's a weird thing but either way we're back i'm your host dave germain also with me i'm jacob hamill hey guys yep the co-host jacob hamill both of us here, and uh, so this is the show for guys by dudes. It's basically two guys in their forties talking about trying to give advice to the twenty-two-year-old versions of themselves. So we try to do things like, hey, we talk about how to get over like uh, like a breakup, or how to get over a girl that rejects you, or um, how to not be an asshole. You know, things like that. Basically, basic stuff. Let's put it this way: if you're the type of dude to say, "Listen, man, I grew up without a dad. I don't need to listen to these dudes." Yes, you do. You actually do. You need to hear some guy advice because, like, well, that sounds stupid. You're right. It is stupid. But you know what? It's good advice. So that's what, yeah. times what you got to do. We're right. also trying to fight the, uh, the the incel battle. Like, don't be an incel. Yeah. I'm not saying we are at all. But I'm just saying, like, you don't want to be that, dude. That's, like, fucking, that's, like, that's, that's, uh. That's a stink you're not going to wash off easily. Yeah. You're going to need more yeah, than a loofah. Not... You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have to take something out of Rick and Morty and jump into a vat of acid to try to get off of that incel stink? And you're like, shit. But here's yeah, the good news was... about incels, though, guys. Uh, everybody's yeah. an incel at some point. Yeah. There's very few people on this planet that have hot and cold running sex wherever they live. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Everybody has to work for it. Everybody has to learn skills. Everybody has to learn how to communicate. 
uh, to vary in, you know, sets of uh, degree of success or failure, but that's kind of the whole process of it. But yeah, either way, it's just not that you can't, like nobody wants to have sex with you, you just haven't figured out the person who's willing to. So there's, there's that person's out there, you know. You're also getting, you're taking it personal too. Like they, they didn't, they don't want to, uh, when they don't want to do anything, like you can't take it personal, man. Everyone, some people do. And yeah. Like, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I used to take it personal. It wasn't that I would be like mad at the person. I just would be disappointed in myself that I, that I swung and missed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was like that self-loathing. It was, that's what it was. I had it sometimes it where like, I was too excited about something. Like if I got too excited for a date and it, it canceled yeah. for any reason, I'm like, you know, you're the one who got yourself all worked up for this, not them. You know, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, a collection yeah. of texts going like, can't wait to see you. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to rock your world. Oops. Nope. I'm not. See ya. Don't call me. Lose my number. You know, it's not like anything like that happened. It was just see you at three o'clock. Yeah, cool. Can't wait to see you. Three o'clock yeah. happens. Hey, I'm sorry. I hate to do this, but I can't. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know? I've honestly been, I've been getting like, I've been getting shit on like the, what just, okay, this is, this is kind of funny. Per, like person to person, like one on one when I meet women here, like even if they're not interested, they're like, they're actually kind of polite about it, but, but they're very upfront. They're like, yeah. no, we're good. But they're not, but they're not cunts about it. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and, uh, but on, so, on, uh, on dating apps though, my fucking God, dude, they are fucking on the defensive. Really? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, like, if you try to be cute at all, man, they're like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like I asked this one chick, because like, all that she really had on there that was any kind of a conversational starter yeah, like, is that she had kids. That was really it. It was huh. ba- pretty basic, right? But so I figured, fuck it, I'll, I'll, sh- I'll sh- would you match? I was like, I'll shoot her message. Mm-hmm. I go, hey, how many kids you got? Mm-hmm. She's like, why are you bringing my kids into this? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm just trying to try to start a conversation, man. She's like, "We'll pick another topic," and I was like, "All right, you know what?" Or no, how about no? <laughs> yeah, have fun, like, have fun it. being forty with kids and hoping some guys get a fuck. <laughs> Which yeah, actually, like, that that's that sounds really mean what I'm saying here, guys. And you're right, that is mean. But the thing is, is that there's this weird cross level of angst and fucking frustration that young men in their twenties who are trying to get laid and women in their forties who are also trying to get laid, they share a lot of the same fucking angst. And yeah. it's weird how they say, you know, women are never going to understand men. I'm like, no, they're not going to understand what you're going through right now. They will later. And just like, you're going to understand what they went through later because there's, there's a certain thing is like, um, um, it's not to the extent at all that what would women, what would women go through as far as like cat calling all that other shit way worse than yeah. guys would ever get to do. But the thing is, is that, um, if you're a fairly well-to-do guy and you look like you're a good husband with a uh, 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 and a good father, there are fucking scandalous women out there that will try to fuck up that marriage and get in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like there's they're out there, but it's like it's one of those things where I'm like, oh no, you're definitely a target at certain points and everything. And if you're fucking, if you're a dude who's in a really bad spot, whatever, he can get he, he can get taken advantage of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Guy's and got I, low T, girl comes along, freaking like, hey, you're really interesting. And suddenly his body starts producing a shitload of testosterone. He feels yeah. great. <laughs> He's like, holy shit, maybe it's this new person. Then maybe this is the person I'm supposed to be with. All right, sorry, honey, from uh, for 20 years of marriage. Sorry, kids, you're yeah. going to get two Christmases now. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. And then he get hooks up with this other gal. And then like a year and a half later, his testosterone levels go right back to the way we're, uh, before when he was in uh, before. uh 
you left. It's fucking. It's weird. It's weird shit. So, but uh, so like I'm in a certain scenario. I don't want to jinx the shit. Honestly, okay. But I just it's worth talking about. Uh, so I I I know somebody here. She's a friend of mine. Uh, we get along great. I tried. I shot my shot, mm-hmm. if you will. I did shoot my shot. But she was like, eh, like I like you. You're a nice guy, but like just some red flags. And I'm like, okay. And I asked her like, like, like what? She's like, well, you smoke, and I can't. I hate that shit. And I'm like, that's fair. I can't. What the fuck am I gonna say to that? I, yeah. That makes I, as a smoker, have made out with fellow smokers, and I understand why you don't want to do that. <laughs> right. I completely get it. I've kissed a girl one time, and it was like literally burying your face in a fucking ashtray. And right. I, you know, I get it. I get it. So the girl's like uh, unfiltered, lucky strikes all day, every day. It's <laughs> just with yeah. black coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like trying to take a sip of fucking coffee out of a out of a quick a quick trip fucking cup that's half full of cigarette butts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you saw uh, the way but, this girl looked in this miniskirt, you would understand like it was worth it. It was worth it. You had to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Continue, uh, please. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, but I, I, I mentioned like the whole idea of like having a friend with benefits type of situation. Right. She wasn't down. She wasn't down for that. And I was just an ask. If like if she said no, I was like, all right, that's fine. Hey, fair but, enough. We still, we, but we still parent well, like we're still in a positive like we still talk to each other, we're still cool. Yeah. Like and all that stuff. Um but then re- recently she kind of approached me and was like, Hey, I might think about this whole thing you asked me about and I was like, Really? Really? So yeah. I, I'm sensing gonna... a red flag, my friend. I'm just gonna give you <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. No, this is not set to stone. I there's a very there's a decent chance that I might just go uh, I think I'm good. Go so ahead. was she dating somebody else recently? Not to, well. She went on like one date, I guess, a while ago. Okay. Like, I don't know if she like, didn't have like a boyfriend or something like that, or she's got an ex-husband and shit. She's got a kid. Oh, okay. Then again, at my age, that's like kind of normal. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. And on top of that, in Arizona, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, let them know, folks who don't live in Arizona, just to let you guys know that. Uh, I figure I remember this when I moved there in the '90s. It was surprising because, like, I went from New York City, where there was a lot of girls who were working on their careers, so it was rare to find a gal unless uh, she was like a blue collar type of gal that had a kid. But for the most part, it was all because I lived in Manhattan, so everybody there was like trying to be young professionals and all this other shit, right? You go out to I go out to move out to Arizona. Almost every gal that I talked to my age at the time, I'm in my mid or like early 20s and stuff. There was a lot of girls that had kids out there. A lot of yeah. divorced moms at the age of 25 or something like that. And you're like, yeah, I've got three kids. And you're like, oh, okay. And you just kind of get you like, all right, you know, interesting. But that, I don't know if that's just an Arizona thing or not. It might be. I right. don't know. But, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm actually digging the Arizona women over the Colorado ones, to be yeah. honest with you. Like, as a whole, I think they're better. That's just me, though. Yeah. I've only been here for a few months. Fair enough. But, like, I don't know. That's just me. I, I, I think that, I mean, I... Phoenix is more yeah. of a blue-collar town than an affluent town. There's definitely, like, Scottsdale and North, and uh, Central North Phoenix is definitely more of um, uh, an upscale, like Paradise Valley or the southern part of Paradise Valley. It was like that yeah. um, because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of money out there. There's a lot of new money, too. There's going to be even more because tech companies are going out there. They're going to... I wonder if, if they're buying up or they're going to try to... Uh, somebody bought that old Motorola factory that's in Mesa, um, that because Motorola used to have a production factory out there for their phones, and yeah. when they uh, actually uh, off of the two hundred two, yeah, off of, off of the two hundred two, mm. they're building this fucking. I'm talking, dude. It is it. It's twice the size of a football stadium, like yeah. an NFL football. It's a huge plot of land. Yeah, and it's a huge factory, and they're building it to make like uh, chips. And shit. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, so that's going to be yeah. really, really big for the East Valley, man. There's a lot of opportunity for a lot of people to. 
to get some work and stuff out there because when Motorola freaking dipped out, man, and I understand why they had to do what they had to do, but um, it still it sucked. There was a lot of people that had been working at that factory for years that lived in Mesa, and when that went, like that particular part of Mesa, it's not like super ghetto. It's not like there's gunfights out there every night, but that's definitely not the part of Mesa that you want to be stuck in walking around on your uh, when you're walking down on the road or something, you know? As a guy who, who grew up on the East Coast, I saw those factory towns. Yeah. The aftermath of the factory town. I've seen that a lot of that. Right. I see, yeah. I, it's like, oh, 20 years ago, this place had like three times as many people and everyone, almost everyone was above, you know, minimum or uh, middle class. Mm-hmm. And now they leave and they, it becomes, yeah, it becomes almost like a Detroit situation where yeah. like, there's nothing going on. Okay. So the thing that kind of concerns me about this girl changing her mind, thinking that you're a good person. Uh, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's, it's just the thing is, it's kind of like maybe it was um, maybe it was one of those things where it's kind of like she had to think about what it is you guys were talking about. They're like, ah, maybe, maybe not. Or if it was something that it was just kind of like, I would question why is it like you didn't want you, you didn't weren't down before, but was it like a like a no, this isn't happening, or is like eh, I'm not really interested. Then I'm like, well, I am kind of interested. Like, well, now I'm a little confused because usually. If you're interested in somebody, you would know like the first time they freaking talked to you about it. But I don't know. It, it was just it's weird. So um, I'm I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed for you. I'm hoping everything works out well. You know, I'm always rooting for you. Thing, like here's here's the thing, right? So mm-hmm. me, let's say me, I'd say about five or six, maybe seven years ago, mm-hmm. would have done everything in my power. I would have blown by every red flag. I'd right. like, I'm fucking ready to go. I'd be like a bull behind that door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're about to pull it open during a bullfight. I'm like that bull be like, let's fucking go. (laughs) Dude, that's the worst when you're into a girl or something, or maybe it's just like you haven't had any attention for a long time. And you're just like, I need somebody to fucking touch me. And I would prefer not to pay for it this time. That was, you know, like a massage thing. I'm talking about a legit massage. And yeah, you will look at a thing. Like for me, I'm a sucker if, uh, and I'm not proud of this, but every guy has a different thing. There is a special combination between the hips to waist to bust ratio. It's like a combination that makes what any particular guy loses shit. And he just acts like basically a penis with feet. And the thing is, what's fucked about this is it, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how, how caring you are, how much of a feminist you feel like you might be, or how woke you are, or how educated you are. If you see a girl with a certain shape of ass, waist to bust, it's like, uh, it just, that's what happens to you. And yeah. you forget things like you're married happily, you know, and she's standing right next to you. Things like that. It's like certain things that are just, it, it's fucking debilitating. I'm not trying to make it sound like we're all fucking weak schmoes here, but you just, you got to be aware of that. You have to be aware of that. Yeah. It's like, if you're aware of it, then you can counter for it. You can know like, oh, this girl is insanely hot. I need to not talk to her because I'm yeah. going to make an ass out of myself. You know what I mean? And hope to God she doesn't want to talk to me. So for me, if a girl's, Basically, if her, if her chest was big enough, if she had huge enough boobs and stuff, she could be a nasty-ass freaking piece-of-shit person. Practically living on the street, I will still find a way. I'm like, I got to get in there. You know what I mean? And <laughs> she could say things like, I hate Mexicans. I hate all of them. I hate everybody like that. Mm, you know, maybe I need to get to know her better. You know, like, I will do stupid shit like that. I wouldn't do it anymore. But definitely back in my 20s, man, you're just kind of like, yeah, red flag. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. What has that red flag ever done for me? All right. Do I have yeah. to ask that question? Does my does that red flag pay my bills? No. Why am I going to listen to that red flag? Yeah. Fuck that. 
it's just oh man i just i've i've had i the reason why i'm intrigued by this whole situation is because i think we're both into the fact that we're, this is not a relationship like i yeah. i don't want one at this very moment i don't think she does either but it is or a relationship does. though yeah yeah it is it is it, it is, is a relationship and I, if I can give advice from somebody who basically sledded his way around most of the East and West Valley of Phoenix. <laughs> Just like a snail trail of Dave from East to West. Pretty, there's a couple of girls that still love me and still hate me. There's, you know, they're like that fucking guy. Um, this one gal who said she had a lot of strong feelings for me, and I had feelings for her too, but it just, you know, it didn't work out uh, the, the way that either anybody wanted it to. But it's weird. She was like, and she said, "Is like I'm never dating fucking Mexicans, and I hate the French." By the way, she's German, and a sweet oh, person okay. too, right? But she's just very blunt about this stuff. And I'm like, I feel like I had something to do with it, <laughs> and I feel bad because I think like I messed up like a whole entire. Oh, well, we got an ad starting about a minute. But if you're listening to this, the podcast and stuff, then don't worry about it. We're just gonna keep talking on through the whole thing. But uh, the folks who are watching on Twitch right now, you guys could. Uh, an ad here at about 47 seconds. So fucking go get yourself a drink, get yourself a Gatorade, get hydrated, come back in and watch. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, what I, at my, at my slutty whoreish miss were, uh, the part where I didn't respect myself the most. I think I was dating about three to five gals a week. Um, Maybe every other day I would be because and it was the same. It was the same gals and stuff, and I never lied to any of them. And I told them exactly what it was is what it was. And the reason why I found why I did that, why I had to see so many different types of gals, is that if I kept seeing a girl more than once every other week, I would start catching feelings. Ah, uh, yeah. So that was me, by the way, because as much as I said I don't want a relationship, I was such an emotional guy. I'm, I am an emotional guy. But that was the thing where it's kind of like, if you're going to do that, if it's going to be casual, it has to be very, very casual because it's, it's impossible to keep a, uh, like if you're like for me, this dumb thing, I'm like, I'm hooking up with somebody like multiple times a week and everything. And they're like, how do you expect not to catch feelings for somebody, you know, after a while? And, uh, I remember this one girl that I saw, um, I caught feelings for her. She, how she, however, was able to have sex with me as many times as she wanted to and not catch feelings at all. So, you know, that was a, that was a mistake, uh, that I had made and I'm like, oops, all right, well, that's my fault. She never fucking led me on or anything, but it was just, you know, true, but like, it's, it's, it's a, it's a miscommunication type of thing. Yeah. I wasn't listening to myself. Yeah. (laughs) And also like, I, I, there's also like, there's plenty of like responsibility to go around. Like, yeah, there's the responsibility that we have, but also not the shit on women about this, but like there's also responsibility to maybe like be aware of the fact like, oh shit, this guy might be catching feelings. I should probably talk to him and be like, either mm-hmm. like this stops or we gotta stop everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, like the whole point yeah, is you don't want anybody to get hurt. That's why you're not lying to each other and saying that yeah, I want a relationship and you really don't. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, it's not again. It's not to do with her. I mean, there's, there's there's a few things with her that's a little bit. But I'm not going to talk about that. But right. like, there's a few things, you know. But like with me at least, I know that what she's going to want, I'm not going to be able to give her as far as relationship stuff. There's no fucking way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I think I think she's like kind of wants like a stepdad thing, like a stepdad situation. Mm-hmm. And I don't, dude. I'm barely can take care of myself. I don't. There's no way in hell I can be like. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stepdad. Guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me just, let me not at this moment. Like, if you ask me this shit, like, uh, a few years from now, maybe, but, like, at this moment, I'm just starting to kind of, like, my trajectory is starting to kind of go up a little bit. I don't want to, like, take on more responsibility that I can't handle just because, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. At, at this moment. So, um, I want to say thanks for actually talking about that because I think of any guy that listens and stuff, I'm going to put that in a blank where I'm, like, talking about the friend, just the uh, um, friends with benefits thing is like, yeah, there's a lot of responsibility that goes on that too. I mean, when you really look down at how many girls have you ever looked on an online ad that say, listen, I just want something casual, a guy that I can have some fun with, who's a nice guy that we can go out to dinner with, maybe talk occasion. I'm like, bitch, that's a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. The fuck are you talking about? You're lucky I tell you my real name if we're doing a friends with benefits. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I. Kidding, kidding. All right, so something we were talking about before. <laughs> okay, so every year, this is just this is very inside baseball for the Denver comedy scene. There is a uh, um, a festival that gets put on once a year. Uh, it's from the Grolics guys, right? Or people, pretty much, they, yeah. yeah, pretty I, much. Actually, but but it's I think it's actually I think it's Adam Caton Holland's baby. Like it's his yeah, thing. and I think he oversees it, and then he has other people book it. I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's something like that, yeah. Right. It's like some other... And it's a pretty you big festival. Book. I've never been to it, by the way. I've been to it the first year because the first year was fun. Yeah. Because it was new. And they had they had an open mic there. Yeah. And every Denver comic was fucking... Every comic in the conceivable universe of Colorado was at that open mic. Yeah. And it was really fun. Because yeah. I got to see all, all these comics in the same fucking place that I barely ever see. Mm. Like, I'm seeing, like, Mitch Jones and Bobby Gaudet and fucking... Mm. Mike Hannock's there, like all these people that you never see at the That same was the time Denver comedy be- scene before the Me Too thing. Right? Yeah. It was fucking rad, dude. I was, yeah. I was I was having the best time. I saw Kevin Bennett and I saw like uh Grease uh fucking Creasy. I saw you know what I'm saying like that's like the, the Oh yeah, when he was still doing comedy, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that was like the span of the kind of people I was seeing. It was right. fucking cool. I, I thought it was awesome, man. Mm-hmm. I, I the first and then this they had a party, but it was like only volunteers and people who paid. I, and I hung out, and they, Sam Talent was trying to get me into the fucking party, but I didn't have any wristbands. Yeah. And, that, and then the bounce was like, we can't let you in here. And, and Sam's, you know, Sam, Sam, Sam's yeah. like trying to get me in. And I told Sam, like, listen, dude, I don't have any wristbands. It'd be kind of shitty if I just walked yeah. in here with nothing. I don't want to do that. Fair enough. And I appreciate him trying. It's not like I don't, you know, I'm poo-pooing him trying to get me in there. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, I didn't. I didn't fucking pick up comics from the airport. Mm-hmm. I didn't spend X amount of time trying to help promote this thing. Right. I don't want to walk in and, and enjoy a party that I didn't have anything to do with. 
them. Not like it's not like they're keeping me out. It's like I didn't do enough to get in. That's yeah, fair enough. Just because yeah. I showed up at the mic doesn't mean that I'm going to take part in this party, eat your food, drink your booze, and get all you know like. Which yeah, granted, yeah, yeah. that I is mean, that is a move that a lot of fucking open micers would have done anyways. You know, oh, like oh, let me sneak yeah. into a party, just pretend like you know. Yeah. So, uh, but oh. it, and then and then it became a status symbol in in the scene, and then it just became obnoxious. Honestly, there like, was fun, certain people that thing. did it right. Like it's yeah. not like everybody who fucking put the high planes uh, thing on their. Uh, on their Facebook profile was being a jerk about it. But there was other folks where you just kind of like, you know, you kind of start turning like the little side eye about it. Like there was a lot, I would say that everybody that's been on that show, I would say the first couple of years uh, that I noticed, and this is by the way, I'm not bitter because nobody ever, I don't get on shows very often. That's something that I've changed. I've been trying, I'm on two shows in September, uh, two paid shows in September, which I'm glad that I'm able, I'm working for something more than just a drink ticket. So it's actually stay at the pays. Right. So, um, but I'm not out there hustling the way that a lot of every, everybody else that's on that show, or I would say 98% of the people that's on that show, the way that they hustle. So they deserve to be on there. Right. So no sour grapes here. Right. Not for me. And I feel you feel the same way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to say that because I know what the response are going to be once I make a clip of this and I put it on Facebook and that is, is like, Oh, you're just pissed because you didn't get booked. I'm like, I didn't want to get booked on there. So now, years ago, somebody freaking made fun of the font for the thing, and they, uh, not Adam Kate Holland, but somebody else who was involved with it, I don't want to mention their name, but uh, just because they're not here to defend themselves, they fucking lost their shit and said that, they, you know, that they were going to sue and all this other stuff, and you're fucking oh, in front. Fuck? Are you serious? Not, I forgot wait, about this. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe I heard that second or third hand, so maybe I think they just okay. throw it. Scratch what I said true, about the lawsuit. Fucking, that is, that is, if that is true, that is. Wow, but, that is the height of taking yourself way too fucking seriously. But this person, however, wasn't a comic though. This uh, was the person who was organizing the uh, uh, the uh, one of the organizers, but they weren't necessarily a comic, right? Yeah. So we're talking about this. Uh, there is a comic by the name of Matt Gabriel. Shout out yeah. to Matt Gabriel from Colorado Springs, which is a different comedy scene than the Denver comedy scene. Even though we're all Colorado comedians, we all go on each other's shows. It's not like there's a line when you get up to Fort Collins where they're like, we want to see your papers on what your material is before we allow you into Fort Collins and then try to entertain us. They don't do shit like that. Everybody's welcome for the most part. But thing is, is Colorado Springs has a way more of a blue collar Christian conservative uh, crowd in their city than Denver's liberal audience for the most part. College liberal art, uh, uh, you know, I would say um, in Denver. So there's definitely different styles of comedy that goes, you know what I mean? So Matt, Matt Gabriel, he took the poster for this year's High, uh, high Plains, and then he put up there, he changed the font and said, same old line, lineup, comedy festival, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's kind of, it's kind of funny. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'd, be, I'd be lying to say when I saw that for the first time that I didn't laugh real fucking hard for some reason. I just, it's just, I like when things get the piss taken out of them. You know what I mean? That's what I like. I, I kind of, I kind of find that hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, to quote the British, I like when the, I take the piss out of it. You know what I mean? Oh, I yeah. Like that, you know? And I see people that are coming after him. By the way, a lot of the people that are coming after him are like within first to five year comics, you know, and they're trying to basically get clout. I, I feel like you're just trying to raise your place in the scene and stuff. I mean, honestly, he did say anything offensive about it because there's a lot of people on that show that have been on every festival, which is because they're local Denver comics and they're really, they are funny. They are funny, right? 
Like if somebody says like if uh, if anybody said like uh, why is um, Janae Burris on there? Because Janae Burris has a solid set, and we've seen her crush. You and I, even we were on the same show. We've seen her crush audiences before. She deserves to be on that show. Or this is also like her home base. Too. Yeah, exactly. Even though she's been living in California yeah. and stuff, and she just had a kid. She's a great comic. She's a great actress. All that other great stuff. Nothing, no shade there. There's also people like Jordan Dahl. Who are you going to say Jordan Dahl's not funny? You shouldn't right. be on there. Are you fucking kidding me? Of course he would. But at the same time, yeah. these guys have also. There's been a lot of these guys have been on the same. Uh, they've they've been doing this for a couple of years, and they deserve to. That's fine. There's nothing mean about what he said, but it's just kind of funny. Um, yeah. So I put down. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put down hashtag True American Hero on there. And then I saw some of the the things that went on there. By the way, Sinead Ross. Shout out to Sinead Ross for even liking the the hashtag. I appreciate that, Sinead. <laughs> even though we've never actually had a conversation I, I, and stuff, I think that you're. I I, I think you're. Uh, I think you're an awesome my, person. My favorite. My favorite comment in the whole thread mm-hmm. was. Uh, my favorite comment in the whole thread was. Uh, when Matt Gabriel said in a comment, he goes, I'm sorry I made a joke about a comedy festival. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that you know, fucking was, that, that got me. Hold I on, fucking laughed real hard at that comment because it's so dumb. Right. It's so preposterous. Right. It's like you guys are taking this shit so fucking seriously. Yeah, what are you guys, theater actors? What are you, community theater actors? Yeah. Or are you fucking stand-up comics? Which ones are you? Yeah. Which ones are you? Because stand-up comics can take a joke. A community theater actor is going to fucking get all butthurt and everything and say that how you're you're disrespecting their art and all the other shit. So shut the fuck up. Um, so yeah. then somebody started making other posts and stuff. I think this one was uh, Sam Sishin, who I've never had a conversation yeah. with. I don't know her. I she haven't seen her act. She cool. seems, yeah, she I seems cool. She's pretty nice. But uh, I, I I did not agree with this. By the way, go ahead. Oh yeah, but they made a thing. Uh, she made one a post that said, "Me mad festival no choose me." So Matt Gabriel puts, he's like, I already booked Friday through Sunday that weekend. Try again. And she's like, puts up a gift like Sure Jan, like the Marsha Brady thing. He's like, yeah. okay, you're not believing me. makes those shows non-existence, I guess. And then he puts in there like, hey, how much does High Plains pay? And then, uh, <laughs> which was. Um, Nobody pays the festival. You pay. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it just it's it's just funny. Yeah, like it, it's 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 craziness. So either way, uh, but yeah, the last one they put in there, sorry I made a joke to anyone about a comedy festival. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to give another little fucking like on there just because but, it should be funny, man. Anybody who really got upset by that, who really did, and I'm like, come on, man. And you know what? The people who've been booked, by the way, I didn't read all the comments, but a lot of the people that have been on there every year, I didn't see them say anything. They're like, they probably thought it was funny. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Or they, just went, or, or they saw that, went, okay, whatever, and then went about their fucking mm-hmm. day like a person. I'm still like booked. I don't give a shit. You know what? Who cares? Like, why do you give this much of a shit? That's what that's what bothers me. Mm-hmm. Why do you care? Because uh, granted, he did it again a few years earlier, where he took the banner that goes underneath the face. Is that the same dude or was it a different guy? Same guy. Oh, it's, oh. Matt Gabriel's just a shit stirrer. I kind of like him for that reason in a weird way. I've had very limited interactions with him, but I kind of like guys that kind of just go, "Yeah, fuck this." Yeah. I kind of like that attitude. I dig that shit. Right. Even if he does kind of come off whichever way he does and whatever, but uh, I do like somebody who does again, like take the piss out of stuff. You kind of need that guy in the took, scene. Yeah, he, he took the banner that goes underneath the fucking profile photo for high planes, uh-huh. and then he took a photo of an old Russian woman yeah. and then put the banner underneath it, and it was fucking hilarious. And people lost their shit. They lost their shit because they were like, how dare you? It was like that. That's what it is. It's a bunch of comics that take this shit too seriously. And they're like, oh, how dare you? 
you'll never work in Denver again. You'll like, never, you'll have to pay for your fucking kombucha. You're not going to yeah. get a ticket for a free one. So fuck yeah, right? you. <laughs> we'll tell you. We won't tell you. We'll, we'll give you bad directions to every dispensary you yeah, want to exactly. go to. Wow. How dare you? But it's just like, come on, man. Like, this is fucking stupid. Like, you give it, A, you're giving this guy way too much power in your life. If right. You're that bad about it. And you, you're busy. You got a fucking festival to run. What the fuck are you giving a shit with some guy in the springs is saying? Yeah, exactly. You know like, or even, damn. I don't even think it's necessarily the per, because, hold on, let me go back. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like, it's so fucking stupid. Uh, let's see. Touring country band book to play. There. Oh, okay, that was him just talking about uh, his mic that he has going on there. Um, yeah, yeah it, it's it's a fucking. It is such a weird. Oh, now I can't find the thing. There's, there's like there's I mean there's some funny ass people on that fucking festival. Oh yeah. It doesn't. It's not like people are gonna go. Oh, I was gonna go. And then Matt Gabriel made fun of it. Like, no one's saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's doing that. Like, it's, come on, man. It's just not, a, it's, it's just fucking, take a joke for fuck's sake. God damn. Quit being so goddamn serious about everything all the fucking time. It's comedy, for fuck's sake. Right. Your exactly. job is to make people laugh. Why the fuck is this, you're making it seem like you're out there trying to fucking fight the world. Relax. Maybe that's that because of where they are. And if somebody's not doing it, um, yeah. If somebody is not uh, freaking going with a log or doesn't, you know, it's a scary thing if you're going to go out there and try to change the word world with your mouth, right? Uh, with the words that come out of it, if I can put it bluntly, right? So it's yeah. a scary thing. And so you want people that are going to be kind of supportive of the same thing. And when somebody says, yeah, I don't think that's a fucking good idea, it's really unnerving because now you have to do shit on your own, and yeah. which is kind of what you have to do anyways. By the way, if you consider yourself strong because you're with a group of people, you're not strong. Yeah, you're you yeah. got to work. You got to work on that. That's just something. That's just another guy lesson. I mean, and that that doesn't mean you have to shut off your fucking heart and be a robot and stuff. But it just means that, hey man, if you're feeling vulnerable and stuff, I'm like, good. Le- like, learn about that. Why do you feel vulnerable and everything? And then do something about it. You know, maybe it's a good thing you are. Maybe it's a good thing that you're not. You got to look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, when when somebody fucking that does something that just puts up a picture that kind of takes a little jab of something that you might possibly be associated with, assuming somebody scrolls down out of the 50 comedians that are booked on this festival and finds your name on and somehow think they're, they're going to think less of you. Like, okay, you've got a vulnerability there, man. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's a hole in that armor that you need to friggin' look at that you think you've got because you're, you're going to try to go in a battle with, like, armor that doesn't work. And the moment yeah. somebody freaking taps you, they're going to be like, wait a second, hold on, what's going on this? You know, so, I don't know. Uh, I can't find the thing. I think he took it down. Oh, he did? I think he did. What? What? The, what the, which one? The post. Oh, really? I he think, took it down? I think so. Oh, no, what are you doing? Wait a second, let me really? just look. I'll look, I'll go under photos. Oh, wait, okay, if you go under photos, you could still. it's still there. Okay, I was going to say. But like, ah, man, it's God damn it, dude. It's just it's one of those things that just it bugs me. I mean, why you gotta why you gotta sit there and and, and then uh, uh, I don't know. It's just like, dude, it's a comedy festival. And this whole like, you're just jealous that you weren't booked. Like, what is dude? What are we in fifth grade? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, yeah, it's, come on. Dude. Well, you know what? How, like, uh, let's fun. take a wait. Wait a second. Let's that that might that's something. Let me think about this for a second. Let me try to be pragmatic about it, uh, assuming I know what that word means. 
<laughs> so let's say if I'm a young comedian that's only been doing this between one to three years, or one to yeah, one to three yeah. years, and I got put. On, I don't think there's anybody that's been that that new that's on the festival. But let's say if I had, let's say one to five years or something, which entirely you could probably get on a festival if you've been doing comedy that long. And I'm really, really uh, insecure about whether or not I belong on there or not. And then somebody takes a swipe at the festival. Maybe I can kind of understand them getting upset by that. But still, I don't, whatever the reaction is, like some of the stuff that I read and the, the comments and stuff by people who have also been stirring shit. And one of them, I, I think I remember from accusing somebody on the Denver comedy scene, which, by the way, got fucking plagued with a bunch of bots this uh, this week. Uh, did you see that? No, there was like what a happened? bunch of bots that um, uh, just started spamming all this porn on the, <laughs> and it was all like it came from like five or seven, like ten different accounts, and it was just the same porn and all this other weird stuff, and it was just kind of like, what the fuck is going on there? So I'm like, maybe you need to, they need to ask permission. Like I don't know what the settings were for the group. I'm like, you got to change it so that way not anybody can join. You have to ask, you know, at least an admin. And then the admin yeah. takes a look at it and say, okay, this is a real person. Because I think that's what yeah. happened, you know. Might, so. Or maybe somebody's account got hacked who was already a member of that group. Oh, yeah. And then they probably got in their account, changed all their info so that it wasn't them anymore. Yeah. And then went in and started doing that shit. I mean, but that's a lot of work to get to for that. I mean, yeah. that just seems, I don't know. I mean, that just seems stupid. Right. But, like, the fact that that happened is kind of funny. I, mean, yeah. I guarantee people were fucking butthurt about that. Like, why is there so much butthurt? I don't understand it. You know it's, what I ended up doing just because I got, cause I kept seeing it on there for a little bit. I just started reporting every single one of those accounts. I'm like, it's bots. It's the yeah. same fucking video on there. Please, you know, that uh, uh, one of the other admins is like, Facebook is going to take this uh, this site down. Look at all the porn that's on there. I'm like, first of all, I don't know if Facebook has a no porn policy or not. No, Actually, I, you know what? Uh, the Zoom thing is about to go off. Let me, uh, uh, let me uh, reset it real quick. Uh, okay. Give me one second, guys. Let's... See you in about five. <laughs> uh, it'll be just uh, probably about two moments and everything. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to play a little music while I'm doing this. So, all right, here you all go. Right. It's kind of funny. I'm like, oh, and I'm glad I have music on here. <laughs> like, on the soundboard, I'm like, quick, something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, okay. So either way, we, I thought that was pretty funny. I thought that was like, oh, shit. Look at, uh, look. I mean, granted, as far as the dust-ups that happened, you know, as far as, like, the comedy scene page, like, <clears throat> the comedy page is supposed to be about uh, sharing shows and also open mics for the most part, and it's supposed yeah. to be supportive and then occasionally it turns in where somebody accuses somebody of sexual assault. When I'm like, that's not really what this page is supposed to be for. You should probably go to the police or something. But um, yeah. and uh, that post got taken down, by the way, which is that only I think that was just one of the same people that I saw pissed off at Matt Gabriel, <laughs> um, possibly, where it's just kind of like 
somebody where you know he even responded. He was like, "That's funny. You said that you liked my set and everything. So I don't know why you being are you being a fake person when you were talking to me? Or are you being a fake person now or that type of shit?" Or he said something where he called her a fake ass person. I'm like, "Ah, yeah, good. Fucking call these fucking." Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fucking drop yeah, a student's out on it. But... It's, it's, I, that's why like, I kind of got out. I'm, I'm glad I got out of there for that. That's one of those, that's one of those reasons. Well, you know, it got bad. Like I remember, like two or three years in, it got fucking real bad, and then it got really bad, and then, you know, and then it just too many people wanted to fucking like too many people who weren't good wanted power, and they were using anything they could do to get it. You know what I'm saying? They were doing that shit. Yeah, and that happens in any scene. That happens in every theater. That happens in every band scene. That happens in the, yeah. all that other stuff. It's just one of the things that. uh I wrote. I think I t- spoke. We might have spoken about it on the last, um, <clears throat> the last episode we did. But I wrote this blog post about because uh, I was talking about um, these two comics from the UK that were on Joe Rogan show a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. uh, I'm like, wait a second. And they're like, it's a very small community with uh, the UK comedy scene, and you know, all it takes is a couple of gatekeepers, and then keep you out of all the stuff. And one of the comics was talking more about it than the other ones. So I'm like, the guy that's being eerily quiet, I'm sure gets booked way more than the other dude does. But they're yeah. focused more on their uh, on their podcast called like a Trigonometry or something, which it's like a right of center or uh, of a, a podcast. It's not, but you know, these days and age, if you don't necessarily agree 100%, then that must mean you're a right-wing extremist. Um, yeah. <laughs> which isn't true. Not everybody believes that. I don't believe that, but there's some folks that are, that are out there and just unfortunately they're louder than the other folks. Either way, I'm like, wait a second, I know people in the fucking UK comedy scene. So, because I've had people, I, I, year, years ago, I just put an ad on the London Craigslist arts page, and I said, I'm a podcaster from the United States, I would like to do some interviews with comics from across the pond, anybody interested? A couple people got back to me, so Ray Davis, Aunt McEwen, and Bex Turner. Bex Turner, who just uh, uh, got back, or she's still at the Scotland Fringe Festival. Uh, right now, fucking doing her thing, doing, you know, doing her comedy and stuff like that. So people who freaking know shit. So either way, I talked to Ant, and I'm like, hey, does any of these guys seem familiar? He's like, oh, this one dude's a dick. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, he's always talking about he's getting censored and stuff, but really, like, I tried talking to him. He just didn't, he just talked down to me the entire time. He didn't want to look me, like, it was, he was being really, really snotty. So I'm like, all right, if you're going to be a prick, then fuck you, you know? And he was like, yeah, that guy doesn't get booked because he's an asshole to people, not because necessarily of his political views. So I was thinking more about that. I'm like, am I using what, like, first of all, no, as far as I could tell, nobody in the Denver comedy scene has ever said shit about me. And if they did, it was never to anybody who even was mildly close to me because otherwise I would have heard about it. You know what I mean? Nobody's trying to keep me from doing anything out here. And so I was thinking about, like, the, the term of, like, cancel culture and politically correct and all this other stuff and gatekeepers and all this other shit. And I'm like, well, you know what? I was As I was taking myself out of the situation, I'm like, there's always been gatekeepers. It's called the owners of the theater. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the owner of the theater is always going to want something that's going to be 
safe. It's not going to cause a bunch of shit and it's going to make him the most money. Right. Yeah. So like when people, like I always say the um, there, there should be safe spaces in this world, but the stage isn't one of them. The stage has never been a safe space. Like yeah. there's, you think about uh, angels in America, um, which is about like uh, AIDS and gay couples and stuff like that. That came out. This was in the late eighties, I think early nineties okay. when this came out. And it was, there's a, uh, don't think that every theater was rushing to put that out on Broadway. No, <laughs> they would. It was no. way easier to do Liz, uh, Les Mis, and Cats and shit that's going to run for a long time. But that story needed to be told. There was people that were fucking angry that they were even talking about gay relationships on Broadway, which is really weird when you think about it. Yeah, uh, I remember funny, watching actually. like it's, <laughs> you know what I mean. But it was just kind yeah. of like, hey, so like it's it's always about taking chances. But the thing is, is that even though the gatekeepers or theater owners, uh, as I would call it, or showrunners want something that's safe, if something is so good, it will always break through, right? So yeah. I think a lot of people, if they had a choice, they would like, listen, I would rather have Jerry Seinfeld or Richard Jenny because uh, those guys sell out all the time. They do great comedy and stuff. And you know what? It's, it's everybody just about, it's it's pretty good or Sinbad or something like that. He's a great, who's funnier than Sinbad, right? Yeah, right, yeah. But the thing is, is it, that might be the norm, but it's the Bill Hicks, Richard Pryor, the George Carlins who are not safe, who break through, and they're the ones that raise the bar for everybody, and that's how things move forward, right? So if I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, if I work on being authentic enough and trying to be to do as much work as these things on my bits and stuff as I possibly can, then I know that I'm going to get through, because you can't fucking keep. There is no reason as a showrunner or producer that you would ever not want to have the funniest people on your show. The funniest people that are on your show generally means that you could, if you know how to work in a market, right, you can get me can make a lot more money with those guys than necessarily the folks who aren't going to cause any waves. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm like. Be undeniable, be an outlier. Don't let, um, don't let everything that you see, keep you down. Uh, yeah. especially when it comes to like, you know, you know, I look at all the people that are that are getting booked, and my comedy's nothing like them. So, what does that mean that somebody's out to get as against you? No, it doesn't. It just means that your comedy hasn't broken through their shit yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. This thing is as much as it's weird. It's it's kind of an oxymoron when it comes to the Denver comedy scene. And I'm sorry, Jake. I know I'm fucking yabbling on here, but um, <laughs> we were so supportive of each other, which is something that made us so different from a lot of the scenes in the country a couple of years ago. But I think there's a lot of folks that forget them. Like, no, this is a competition. My goal is to make sure that everybody laughs so much that nobody wants to give a fuck about anything that you have to say. That's how yeah. fucking good that I want to be. I want to be like I'm. Like I've mentioned the story before. The one, the, the the first time I went to go see a stand-up show, maybe not want to do comedy comedy for like close to 15 years because the bar was set so fucking high that I never thought that I can do it, and it took me a long time to give it a shot. You know, and I'm getting there. But, um, but yeah. I would say they, these guys can gatekeep and shit all they want or whatever. Um, it doesn't matter. I think if you're funny enough, you know, like I think if I was doing enough shows and first of all, I've been here for what? How many years? 10 years? Since oh, 2013, cool. 14, something like that. Um, I, I'm bad at math. Uh, I've never, I've seen Adam Kane Holland once. I've never spoken to any, either three of those guys. So there's no way that they know who the hell I am. Right. Yeah. But I think that if they would have seen a lot of the sets, if I was doing a lot of shows as working as hard as hard as anybody that made that festival, I think I would have gotten on it. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, it just, it's, you know, it is what it is. I mean, that's, that's, 
the way I've always kind of looked at it, you know? I mean, but I have seen them, I have seen people in that scene act ugly when they don't get their way. Oh, yeah. When the wrong guy gets it, trust me, I've been like the fucking, that's like, that's like that whole story with me getting on the contest years ago. Oh, yeah. When they started the rumor about me, all because I got the spot instead of Lila Bear. Yeah. And all that shit. Well, that's and all they can do. That's really all. Is that, that, what, what was is Lila Bear going to come and fucking punch you in the face and fucking take your money or your lunch money? Oh, they're no, trying she's to, not going to do that. This is the only thing you like, could yeah. do. <laughs> no, but they're like, like I didn't. It wasn't like I was like, oh, she's going to be there. I'm going to steal her spot. It was like, yeah. oh, there's an open spot. I'm going to go see if I can get it. Yeah, that's all. That's my thinking. And then when I got it, they got fucking mad. Yeah, and they got mad. And started starting rumors about me, and I, like an idiot, took it at face value. And I, I at first, I was mad. Yeah, made a post. Took it down eventually because I realized I'm doing this the wrong way. Yeah, and I and I DM'd I DM'd her. Yep. And I thought we hashed it out. Mm. And then you know, I kind of got the feeling that they're lying. <laughs> I don't have any proof, but hey. I alleged. I I I get the sinking. I'm pretty good with that shit. You know, I'm pretty good with it. I, it's actually kind of my downfall in a weird way that I just can't let something go when I think it's a lie. Yeah. And I think a lot of that was a lie. I think they did that shit on purpose. And I think they did it because I don't know why. I just don't think they like me. Because uh, that's probably what it is. That's probably because they thought they'd get away like with me. it. Yeah. But like they wanted to kind of like throw shade on me, but they couldn't figure out how because I'm not a creep. There's nobody that has my dick pic in that whole fucking scene. Right. Um, I don't really make that much of an ass of myself. I've never, you know what I'm saying? I never really did That's, anything that would me to myself. So you they're like naturally we funnier than uh, most of those, uh, those po- the, the people that were, uh, the, the ones that you're talking about. Or at least but the yeah, one in particular. I'll, like, I don't see your yeah. name. Like, listen, I'm not on all, I'm, I'm what? I'm going to brag that I'm on, on two shows in September. I'm happy and I'm proud that I am. But listen, yeah. most folks... When they see me, they go like, "Holy shit, you're still doing comedy!" I'm like, that's totally fair. <laughs> they only if they haven't seen me for two or three years, you know, yeah. um, which because I only kept hitting like one to two different mics a week or every other week of that uh, pre yeah. before lockdown, and so like I never even went anywhere to the mics that they would go to. So of course they wouldn't know me. But the whole thing is, is that I haven't seen that person on a lot of fucking shows either, unless they're touring yeah. nationally or something that I don't know about, which is entirely possible. But as far as I could tell, they're not. So I think, um, shit, who was I talking to? I think it was Bear. By the way, I am on GTA. Uh, I, I, I got the game again. Yeah. So all three of us got to fucking uh, play some fucking run some. We got to okay. steal some shit. So we'll, we'll set up a time. Yeah, totally. Um, but I think it was Bear that I was talking about. I'm like, I, oh, no, I think it was maybe it was Harrison Garcia after the mics went off. But I was like, all the people that were starting up shit ever since then, where are they now? They're not yeah. doing comedy. Maybe they're happy. I hope they are. I hope they found some peace yeah. and stuff like that. But all those folks that start up all that shit and everything, or anybody that comes to the scene and suddenly starts fucking, start, you know, like, kicking over cans and all this other stuff. As a matter of fact, Ty Rivera had a really good video about it, uh, about, like, if you're a young comedian, you kind of need to fucking keep your mouth shut and just fucking listen to what the comics have been, uh, especially, like, if you have a headliner that's that's hanging out with uh, or in a club and everything. I'm like, they don't necessarily need to hear your opinion. You know what I mean? Just fucking watch and learn and see what they're doing and do that instead of trying to go in and be like, hey, this needs to be this and I need to fucking put my influence on that. You know what I mean? Because the folks who've done that, I um, I won't say they quit or earn everything, but they're not involved in the scene the way they used to be. And maybe it's because when you stir up a lot of negative energy sometimes, regardless of how much you believe in it, there's some folks who are just not going to want to talk to you. 
because that's also how actors and entertainment industry works and stuff. If somebody who's causing a bunch of shit, you got to take a gamble on that person. Are they going to be sitting around? I mean, are they going to be like the outlier that fucking breaks through all the bullshit and, you know, resets the bar of where shit's supposed to be? Or is hanging out with them going to make it so a lot of people don't want to fucking talk to me? Because that's kind of what actors do. That's the reason why actors are so fucking fluid about what their opinions are is because yeah. they're that they're getting work revolves greatly on a smaller group of people than comics do. That's why comics, they say, uh, it's not like the comics are necessarily braver. It's just they're in a situation where they don't have to be as scared. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of like, Oh, fucking Warner brothers doesn't want to hire me. Well, I could still make $5,000 doing a 300 seat or, you know, uh, theater just on Friday or something, or, you know what I mean? Like that. And I'm like, it's not like I'm going to be destitute, but yeah, yeah. I, I'd say, you know, um, I, I I was using all of that shit as an excuse not to write more and not to go out and fucking work it as hard as I possibly could. Yeah. For me, anyways. That's what I was doing. I kind of figured that out, and I'm like, ah, that's bullshit. Okay, I need to... Uh, I just, I just, I don't know, I just kind of like, I saw behind the curtain a little too much, and it kind of ruined me. I didn't yeah. like doing it there anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I guys just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm just, maybe I'm just, the part of it too is like, I'm not really, I'm, I don't like being in a cutthroat culture. And that's what it felt like. That's what the, you well, what that's what the biz is, is going to be. The thing is, is that these guys, I know f- <sighs> there is, okay. If you're going to say, no, I don't want to use that as an example. Okay. There are people who are fucking when it comes to being like climbing the ladder and, and networking and stuff and trying to be how to angle who to talk to who at this party so I can get closer to this person, hopefully draw them into this conversation, do all that other weird sneaky shit. Okay, yeah. there's people, those are sharks like that. And those are the ones that I went to school with. Not that they're malevolent people and everything like that, but the aggressiveness that how badly they want something is really fucking intense and they will do whatever it can, you know, in order to get what they need. And then there's the people, let's say, like in this local scene, who think they're like that, but they're not. Because they haven't seen what a fucking true sociopath can do <laughs> when they're really, really pissed off. And they're going to start going like, oh, no, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to do anything mean. I'm not going to threaten you. I'm just going to make sure that I go up and tweet before you on every fucking mic. Yeah. Just to see if I can get if I can crush the room so that way you have to walk up to in fucking you know what I mean. It's like I'll do they'll do shit like that in order to get somebody to quit their fucking profession, as opposed to, you know what I mean, just saying something nasty. It's like oh no I'm gonna get you, like I'm gonna get you. This other thing is is like there's you know, like when I was uh when I was at the comedy store, uh two years ago to see uh, Kill Tony, because yeah. it was it was during the lockdown. Uh, we still managed. To, it wasn't. They were still allowing outside shows, which I think like two weeks later than L.A. said that the comedy store couldn't even do that. So the show was going on inside and they were projecting it on a big on a screen outside. And that's yeah. where, you know, all they put tables, socially distanced and stuff like that. Either way, uh, one of the local guy, or guys who was here in Denver, guys, his name is William Montgomery. If you watch JRE, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, he's mentioned many times. If you watch Kill Tony's on YouTube, you will see him. He's got a recurring. He was the first one to get a recurring set, I believe. On Kill Tony, right? A new minute every every uh, every week. I, I I met a guy in Denver. I think it was in, yeah, I was in Denver, yeah. and they because they heard that I did stand up, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, do you know William Montgomery?" Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, oh yeah, no, I did some shows when he first moved here. He's a really cool guy. Like, he's fucking out of his mind. Yeah, but he's fucking hilarious. Like, Nothing but good just, things to say about that dude. 
yeah, he's he's intensely insane but hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like he's just he's all open. It's just it's he's 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 one of one. He's he's yeah. a fucking he's a maniac. There's no other Billy fucking, Montgomery's. There's yeah. there's 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 no other. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no yeah. They didn't yeah. But, but this, uh, this kid was like really holy shit. Huge fan of the dude. Yeah, I was like, well, well yeah. And so uh, he's always making an impact. Yeah, no. like. But I yeah. remember sitting out. Uh, where, where Jenny and I were sitting there at a table. We're enjoying the show. And uh, we'll, he comes out after the show's over when he was like, hey, man, what's going on? You know, and I'm like, hey, he sits down and has a drink or two. He has like a beer or two with this. And I'm like, and I knew because it's like as soon as he sat down there, I could feel all the eyes. Like, I'm like, it hit me. I'm like, like I was back in New York. I'm like, oh, I'm in a fucking shark tank right now. Yeah. Like, it just hit me because all the people in that audience were all, were other comics and stuff like that. And suddenly it's just kind of like ting, 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 ting. And they're like. Who the fuck is that guy? Why is that? Who's who's she? Okay, who's okay? That's William. Who's he talking to? Why they okay? Man, all right. They seem to be good friends and stuff. I wonder how the fuck do I get over? All right, you know. And it's like, oh, that's the aggressivist. That's the fucking showbiz. That's I actually I enjoy that part of it, just wow. because there's something about the pressure and everything where it's kind of like like all right, let me see how I can fucking get this done. But, um, but yeah, but as far as like the folks who like start uh, who stir shit locally, they don't. It's like there's a dust up on the internet for a little bit, and then it's like once you realize like the people who do a lot of the complaining, the only thing they really have is the internet. You know what I mean? That's yeah. where they're trying to make more of a difference in the world, and like, and yeah, sometimes like things can happen where you're like, hey, look, I got this person uh, fired, or I got this. Well, well, let me let's say, it. I got the we got this company to change their stance on something for the better from their point of view, right? So there was those things like that, but really when it comes to real life, a company could be like, we're just going to say that, but we're not actually going to do it. I'm like, why? What the fuck are they going to do? You know what I mean? It's like I've got, they've got more money in their advertisement than they can. Uh, they just don't want to spend it having to combat bullshit or whatever online. But yeah. for the most part, it's like when you realize the only thing you have is the realm of ones and zeros, but physical reality, you don't have nearly as much control or influence over. I'm like, well, then are you going to be afraid of them? You know what I mean? Yeah. Not to yeah. say that they can't do shit to fuck you up. Apparently, swatting is okay now, uh, which that's fucked. Yeah, that's it's, fucked that crazy. was super fucked. I'm not a fan of that freaking congresswoman either. But uh, the moment, like freaking my friend Vince, uh, Deathmatch Radio One on Twitch or DM Radio, uh, he got fucking swatted twice years ago because somebody found out where they live and they just thought, oh, it's cool to get the cops or a fucking SWAT team and because some, some creative like. Because they're telling, like, you're telling, like, if it's a life or death situation, you need to go in there with fucking rifle, assault rifles now, break through the doors and stuff like that, because this girl's got to die. And then the, the the cops go there, they're freaking, they're all jacked up and everything. And then, you know, people have gotten killed because of this. Yeah. And it's like, it's, uh, to me, I don't know if, what the definition is, but to me, when you swat somebody, dude, that is fucking attempted murder. Because cops don't fucking come in with fucking yo-yos and tickle and, you know, and fucking balloon animals and shit. They come in with guns. You know what I mean? Well, maybe they should maybe not do that. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the cops, to be honest with you. Like, I know that they serve a purpose. I'm not one of these, like, defund the police people. But, like, the powers they have and the shit they get away with is fucking incredibly insane. Right. And, and then, then it, it needs to be cur- yeah, curbed big time. Agreed. But, that goes for, but somebody that fucking goes pointing for, that at somebody, that's like... Yeah. Yeah. It's just they, it, it's because they, it's like they act like people who don't want to get sued. 
So like, well, we have to go. Their guns are blazing in case there really isn't going on there. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, just 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 think about it for like more than a step back and think about it for five seconds. This is the address. Who who lives there? Oh, this person. Okay, let's fucking call them or do stuff. Let's not go in there completely. You know, what I'm like, well, that's the aggressive. thing is, is it? Well, that's that's yeah. the thing. It's not like somebody saying, "Hey, I'm hearing noises next door. Can you send a couple of cops by to talk to, you know, my yeah. neighbors are being too loud or they're fighting." It's not that. It's Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This guy has got somebody tied up. He is torturing her. I have uh, I have proof. You need to go over there and fucking take care of it. He's armed to the teeth. He's got explosives and all this other shit. And they're telling the cop the cops are hearing all this stuff. And they're like, all right. And if you're convincing enough, apparently, then they're like, all right. So they're not going to send two cops with fucking nine millimeters. They're going to send the SWAT team. And so yeah. it's that. That's what I mean. It's like there was that dude who was. Uh, I think they were uh, ironically playing Call of Duty. I think. Um, but either way, this guy that was pissed off at him. Um, online found out where he was and then sent and then swatted him and then the guy lives in california the dude who got killed was you know in kansas or something like that and uh, i haven't that this was years ago i haven't actually i didn't know how the case went out but the guy uh, who swatted the dude was initially like listen i'm not the one who freaking shot him talk to the cops about that you know what i mean or i'm like oh you fucking psycho like you don't realize that you're the one who fucking killed this dude. You just use somebody else to pull the trigger. That was yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, either that's, way, that's what that is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so them swatting a, con- a member of Congress. I don't know. I'm sure the person who did it felt they were doing the right thing, but I'm like, you just tried to kill a member of the U.S. federal government. You're not. You're, you're going away. Yeah. Like you're going away. Once they figure out who the fuck did that, they're they're done. When they find, and they're they gonna should, find, they should be. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna find him and like enjoy sleeping in your bed because it's probably the last time it's gonna happen. You're gonna be someplace else for the you know for quite some time. Hope you know, but um, it's it's just it's weird. I mean, I had a friend of mine who was like, "Hey, the person who swatted this person, fucking you know, thumbs up or something like that." I'm like, Maybe I don't know. It's uh, it's a creative person, so maybe they're just trying to be funny or cute and everything. But I was like, yeah, I don't know if that's a thing necessarily to cheer for. But uh, yeah, no. <laughs> all right, last thing I would think we should talk about because we already talked about um, we talked about personal stuff. We talked about the Denver scene. Uh, the other thing I was going to talk about. Um, have you noticed over? Um, it was over at one point. Joe Rogan uh, was getting a lot of shit from like CNN uh, specifically, and you know it was basically like Joe Rogan now turns into like if you know when you see him in the news, more than likely um, it's because it's a slow news day, and they can yeah. always find something that he said. There's like zillions of hours of his conversations and stuff, so they could always put up. I'm like, oh, do you know what he's you know whatever. But thing is, is that after all that died down, I noticed that the types of guests that he had on were mostly just comics and he was like i just want to have fucking fun conversations and stuff i don't want to yeah. i don't want to have politicians on here anymore i don't want to you know i'm trying to stay away from controversial stuff like 
even um, the episode of um, when he was uh, Dave Mustaine, who was the lead singer of Megadeth, who was yeah. a local hero for Phoenix for quite some time. Um, really? Oh, yeah, because Megadeth, they were from out there, too. Alice Cooper, he's also, like, he's a local out there. Oh, no, yeah. I, I've heard uh, Alice Cooper does radio sh- uh, does a radio show here, too. Oh, yeah. And uh, everyone who I've ever met, he's the, he's the bizarre... He's the bizarro John Elway, and by that I mean yeah. everyone who I've talked to who's met him, met him mm-hmm. says he's says nothing but nice things about this dude. Like how he's just he's just a great guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. John Elway. Everyone I've ever talked to said he's a fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone I've ever talked to said that Alice Cooper is like a, a genuinely decent guy, like yeah. a really good man. I've never, I feel bad. It's kind of like I've been in Denver comedy scene since what, 2014, and I've never met Dave Chappelle. I feel bad about that. And I lived in Phoenix forever. I never met Alice Cooper. I felt that was, that was kind of weird. Because uh, for a while, it seems because when Dave Chappelle kept hitting up uh, Comedy Works, everybody met him. And I felt yeah. like the one dude that didn't meet him. So I was like, eh, all right, whatever. Yeah. But either way, um, so the people that he's had on this week, uh, he had on that uh, that reporter that was saying uh, that people could still get you know transmit uh, COVID with the, even if they were vaccinated and it didn't protect him from that and you know and how Twitter freaking pooted him off. Uh, gosh, what's the guy's name? Hold on, let me find it real quick. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. I just for the for the sake of the show. Yeah. Um, Alex Berenson. Uh, yeah. So Alex Berenson sued Twitter and got them to get put him back on. He's the first person, from what I understand, who was able to do this. And one yeah. of the cool things, did you listen to this episode? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, so this is the part that you're going to go fucking full Fulton hat uh, on me. That one of the things the judge granted him when he allowed him to, for the case to go to not be dismissed and move forward is that he said, I'm going to grant you uh, disclosure. So he got... Every fucking email, every text message from Twitter that had his name on it. And one of the things that was surprising is that the correspondence between somebody in the White House saying, why is he still on your platform? You need to look into this. Oh, well, okay. Which White House? Was it the Biden White House or the Trump White House? Biden. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, I think it was. I don't, you know what? Actually, he didn't quite say that's why, you know, I'm going to take that back. I'm not quite sure, but it was. Oh, wait, (laughs) was it during the. His whole thing was the vaccine, right? Yeah. The vaccine is what he's So it about. would be the then year. It was, Biden. Yeah. It, it was definitely Biden. Okay. So that yeah. now his is now his case because he's still uh, he's back on Twitter and he's put he's posting all these documents and yeah. uh, the correspondence and stuff like that. So he is suing. Uh, his next case is to sue the White House, and he's building the case and all this other stuff. And the more he keeps disclosing, because they got that's the part where they really really got fucked, uh, which is yeah. the one thing you want because it's one thing to say. Hey, listen. There is no such thing. Well, the government's not doing this. But when you have proof that, like, no, you were telling, you're asking, it's like, strongly suggesting strongly, like, is that, like, is it the guy at Twitter that he was talking to, that Alex Barron was talking to, he's like, I don't see anything wrong with your account. Yeah. He's like, you're not doing anything. That's you're not, you know, you're backing up everything. You're not doing anything that violates the terms of service. But <laughs> when they change things to, uh, if you're spreading vaccine hesitancy. <coughs> Yeah. That's where they got him on, I guess. Excuse me. <clears throat> so that's going to be super interesting. He also had Mark Zuckerberg on, which I have yeah. not listened to that yet. But I saw the one part where he was asking him about the Hunter Biden story. And he says, well, yeah, the FBI came to us and said, hey, there's going to be a lot of uh, freaking uh, Russian propaganda that's coming out. So 
you know, you might want to take just take a be careful before you, you know, what you let go on your platform. And one of the things that they fucking censored was the Hunter Biden story. So they kind of admitted that they fucked with a. It could be taken as that they they are admitting that that uh, they fucked with the U.S. election by not releasing information or trying to you know squash stories. But yeah. that's the, that's the right wing version of saying like, oh, we got him now. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Uh, it seems like if you know, well, like, hey, the FBI came to us and said we did, we should, you know, that was another big one. Um, yeah, who was the else did he have on? There was he oh, Aaron Rodgers on. I know yeah, that. Aaron Rodgers is. Uh, yeah, he was on talking about his thing. So it's kind of like in one week, Rogan was like, <clears throat> "Excuse me for a second. Let me have these conversations." Not like he was trying to get gotcha and like you know expose yeah. anybody. He just want. I think he legit wanted to have a. Uh, conversation with everybody but with mark zuckerberg i have to here's the thing with that right okay so i get facebook out of all the platforms has actually been has actually done a pretty good job with not censoring yeah they're not they're not the best they they fucked up occasionally they're not but they're not as bad as twitter mm-hmm. they're not as bad as other as other platforms you know what i'm saying so but at the same time like this is an fbi issue not a facebook issue because yeah. there's a man, there's a fucking, there's a rabbit hole you can go down. And apparently it all, okay. Do you remember uh, governor Whitmer from Michigan? Yeah. Remember that whole That's case the place where was, there was a couple of guys that were saying they were planning up, plotting on kidnapping her and stuff. And yeah. Right. If you, if you read into that, if you read into what happened, because the problem is, is that like, for, there's like one guy who was, who one normal dude who was involved. And then there was like seven feds. So it was basically an entrapment. Oh yeah, they tried everything. They tried everything. They gave him debit cards to go buy ammo with, mm. and he didn't use the money for that. He used it for other shit. They brought in drugs. some like <laughs> they brought in some hot fucking FBI agent, fucked them to kind of try and convince him to do this. And he was like, Nah, I don't know, nah, you know. And they were like, Dude. And then finally, they just got mad and just arrested him on uh, like conspiracy charges, like they were going to do it. And then through the actual court case, they realized. No, you guys are just trying to fucking make this guy do something. Yeah, which FBI yeah. is fucking notorious for, man. There was, so, I think it was like a special needs guy that they try to convince to fucking blow up a, a bill, or like use a bomb or something. Oh yeah, no, they, they, they've done it to, they've done it, to, dude, they've done it to so many people. There was like a Islamic terrorist guy that they got years ago that like they were trying to talk him into doing something crazy, and he was like, uh, and he was like young, he was like seventeen, eighteen years old, yeah. and they were like, come on, man, come on, man, come on, man. He goes, I don't know, man. I got to talk to my mom and all that. This is how young he was. Mm. And I wish he knew the guy's fucking name. But yeah, they, they, that was entrapping like a motherfucker. Yeah. So, like, they, it's like there's, there's been just too many one offs to make this not make it, you know. Yeah. But here's the thing, right? So, the, the FBI agents who did the, the, the Whitmer thing, mm-hmm. those FBI agents, one of them actually got promoted to run the January 6th committee on the FBI side. He, he's running that. Okay. So the guy who basically tried to get the Whitmer thing to happen through very shitty like ways, uh-huh. basically tried to entrap a dude. Now he's running January 6th uh, committee, right? Nice. Or he's involved in it. Nice. He's involved in like, and then also the same group of FBI people who tried to do the, the, the Whitmer thing. Mm-hmm. They were the ones who actually raided Trump's house. Uh. Not, not your local Florida FBI division. Like it should normally go. Mm-hmm. It was these special guys from D.C. that came down and did it. Mm. So, in my opinion, is that Biden? I think is what, what this is what this is what's going on is that Trump broke the Democrats so badly that mm. they felt like it's it's like this weird like 
comic book hero, good versus evil type of shit. I got to do whatever and, I can and fucking, uh, uh, yeah. in order to get this. Uh, make, yeah. Even I agree with if that. I do shady shit. I'm, I'm on the right side. You're not. I'm defeating evil. That's what they thought. Yeah. So these, there's FBI agents and shit. And then there's Biden's administration that were like, we got to stop the scent because this and that, because they, again, like I said, they think they're right. Yeah. So like they're doing all of this shady ass shit. That's just uh, crazy. You raided the president's, the ex-president's house. Mm. You did a raid on his fucking house, dude. And then, like, you got, the, like you said, with the White House sending e- emails to Twitter being like, shut this guy up. Mm. Like, whoa, like, this is insane. Like, you guys are going, like, way above. You, you guys are doing shit that you feared Trump would do. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it to, like, the 13th level. Which this it's makes, it, it totally tonight. makes sense. Because I remember, like, remember when... uh the person who, the president who really, really fucking ran over everybody's silver liber, uh, liberties and stuff, and that was George W. Bush after 9-11, because um, yes. for a lot of the youngsters out there, man, I can't tell you, like, if you think everybody was scared with the pandemic, take that whole year and a half and combine it into one day, and yeah. it was fucking, like, it, that it fucking, people who believed in peace and love turned into people who were like, we're gonna fucking kill them all, that type of thing. That's that's how heavy, that, and, and it's... That but anger like that to, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. But not to not to defend Bush. I think Bush sucks. But right. he didn't really try to censor overtly censor the press at least when it came to that kind of shit. They had like their their group of people that they always talked to in Fox News, mm. and that was it. But they weren't sending emails and shit like that to like MSNBC saying get Keith Overman off of the fucking show mm. or blah blah blah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they were doing they the, the Biden administration is doing way worse shit when it comes mm. to that specific angle. Well, I think it's the just the, the, the bulk the goalpost kept getting moved from farther and farther. So George yeah. Bush fucking moved it farther, right? And then he was uh and but I remember I think I was there, I was listening to Air America or something like that. And this one lady was like, "Yeah, the Democrats even because after the Democrats took back uh, the uh, the House, I think yeah. they had the House right, or was the House and Senate." And she's they like, both. Yeah, yeah, and, and it was a, and they're like the Democrats aren't going to do anything because they know that they're going to want to use the same power for their own shit, and they did it, right? It was just like that excuse, that thing when you said is like freaking uh, George Bush created this big huge mega tank to crush everybody's rights, and then he passed the keys off to Obama, and all the people who were for the tank before now fucking hate it because somebody else is driving it, and I'm like, yeah, yeah that's one of the things that's it's so fucking crazy. So, um, as we got like five more minutes. Uh, of of uh, Zoom time here. I'm gonna. I'll just say this. My advice for my political advice is that uh, vote everybody out. Um, don't. There's no such thing as party loyalty because they're not loyal to you, right? Um, it's not the same as well, fucking rooting for a football yeah. team. I, I my whole thing is is that listen. I've always voted more liberal than anything. I've uh, never voted for a Republican, but you know what? Every time when somebody says that, uh, hey man, you can't. You know the other side's gonna win. I'm like, what? Well, did they fuck over Bernie? Was it the Republicans that fucked over Bernie or was it the Dems? Yeah. Oh, it was the Dems? You don't get my vote. You know, the closest yeah. person who's actually doing a good job right now is Biden because he's trying to fucking buy everybody off of student loan, which go ahead. I mean, yeah. whatever, man. I'll fucking, I'll take whatever I can get in order to get these fucking loans down because 8.25 uh, interest for fucking 30 grand and stuff while I got other shit, I'm never getting out of that unless I make an extra 800 bucks a month. So yeah. the, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's I I would say is it 
vote against your own self-interest this year. Uh, that's what I say. Get involved in the midterms. Yeah. Take a shit in somebody's lawn. Do it. See what happens. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. Um, listen, as uh, we're getting out of here, you mind if I get my little quick plug out of the way? Uh, Do it. Yep. If you guys are interested in stand-up comedy and you're in the de- uh, in Colorado, anywhere in Colorado, go to CO, as in Colorado, the abbreviated Colorado, COopenMics.com, and that's where you have a list of a lot of the open mics from anywhere up to Fort Collins all the way down to Colorado Springs, even, I think, one or two in Durango. I don't even know if that's one still going, but you know what? They've never said don't put it on there, and nobody, you know, I don't know anybody here that drove all the yeah. way out there and be like, dude, that mic is dead. And I'm like, you fucking went all the way out there? Holy shit. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you can find a list and address and stuff and uh, details of all the mics on there. Please go check that out. If you are a comic who's been doing this, uh, I'd say, for at least a couple of years and you've got, you think you've got a 15-minute set in you, but you want to work it out. Because normally when it comes to a 15-minute set, the only way you're gonna work, place where you're going to work that out is on a showcase. And you're not sure if it's going to work or not. Well, that's what Bear and I, we have a mic on Sunday nights over at X Saloon. Over, uh, it's in Lakewood. It's on the website, coopenmics.com, right at the top of the Sunday page. And, uh, yeah, freaking come and check us out, man. Come up there. Even if you want to go up there, I mean, I only we only have, uh, like, three comics a week. But, um, you know, if somebody else shows up and stuff, I, mean, I haven't turned anybody away yet. So, you know, come on by. If more people show up right. than that, I'll be like, all right, we'll just do, like, seven or eight minute sets or whatever. But, you know, something more than three to four minutes. So come check us out. Uh, other than that, uh I still have my GoFundMe up. I'll put that in the liner notes if you guys want to help out with the medical bills. If you're a fan of the show, yeah. you've noticed there's less of me now than there was a couple of episodes ago. You're like, holy shit, did that guy dry 60 pounds? Like, yes, he did. And uh, it wasn't, yeah, yeah. wasn't fun. Um, yeah, it, it was it was a very like, intense way, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the only way I do shit, man. I got to be intense, son. That's what I got to do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but other than that, that's the only thing we got to plug. Uh, there's more shit coming down the road. I'm, I'm figuring out, and I'll talk to Jake, I'll talk to you about this off there. Um, I'm starting to adjust a little bit more to my new life because it's not the same the one that I had before. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, uh, there's a lot of things where I'm figuring out where how to make things and, you know, how to make time for certain shit and stuff. But either way, guys, uh, thanks for watching the show. We appreciate it. Uh, let's see, who are the hidden people that were watching? Uh, let's see, Spambot, he was watching? No. Uh, let's Whoa. see, just kidding. Alien Gathering, Anna Banana 10, Commander Root, which I think that lurks, which actually was another person who actually followed me a long time ago. Uh, Nat Zelly and Sophia Fox 21. I don't know if you guys are real or bots, but I appreciate you even dropping in. Next time, feel free to say hi. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to add before we, we, we head out of here, sir? Uh, just don't take shit so seriously. There you go. Don't take shit so seriously. <laughs> Have a great week, guys. See you. Okay, and we're out. All right, uh, let me hit you up on uh, Messenger real quick, okay? Okay. All right.